0: me a favor lift that cup up before the Lord would you humbly say fill my cup Lord and let it overflow might be something for somebody else today I'm going to preach to you on the subject because we believe that there is more thank you thank you praise team so wonderful bless you all. don't don't go too far <laughs> I want you to know before I preach to you, everybody, look at me. It's important to me that you know this. I want you to know that before I preach to you, that I love you. When I would do that at the healing place, they would say, "We love you too, Pastor." (laughs) I'm gonna try it. I'm gonna try it. I want you to know that I love you. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. If if ain't nobody down with you, I am. All right. If you ain't got a friend, you do now, all right? So welcome again to our launch at Common Ground Northeast Fall 2022. I got a lot to say today. I ain't going to get through it all, so let me give y'all my introduction. We have had an amazing launch to our ministry this fall. Had a volunteer expo, ministry partner fair, started a discipleship class, and y'all know it's true, we have eaten a lot. (laughs) I was hoping y'all would laugh at that. All right. As our church grows, we have continued to committed to loving other people and consistently look for ways to strengthen our family bonds. At Common Ground Northeast, we are a family and everyone is important here. We also have agreed to to challenge ourselves in this concept, church, of belonging. Uh, As a body, we we are collectively looking for the answer to this question. What does it mean to belong? And as you know, that our focus has been on this for our recent series, which is just simply entitled Belonging. We've had five sermons on the subject. Pastor E preached last week. Again, go and get that on this subject of belonging. We are contemplating belonging and all that it entails. So, so far at the five sermons, what is clear is that we don't all agree on every aspect of what it means to belong belong but there are some themes that seem to have become central in focus and perhaps among us these are unanimous. We all get that there is a sense that more is possible as more people come into an awareness that they too belong. People bring their gifts, their talents, their perspectives to any entity to which they belong, and therefore the entity cannot help but be better as it experiences increase. Not just because the Common Ground Northeast, the church is growing in size, but it is growing in culture and perspectives. Whatever we belong to and faithfully commit to certainly should bless us. But we all understand that that's a two-way street and we should be a blessing as well. Whenever we are presented, church is what we learned so far, new possibilities we must also embrace the new and inherent responsibilities. Can I get an amen? Amen. When we decide to belong, we have also decided to contribute to that which we belong to. Everybody has an impact. There is no such thing as connecting with us and potentially belonging to us and not impacting us. We either have a positive impact or a negative impact But just because we belong to an entity, we impact that entity. So you and I must commit to being positive contributors to that which we belong to, the church. In our series, we have highlighted four things that would bless Common Ground Northeast. They have been highlighted in our preaching thus far. If we would all commit at Common Ground East to gathering, growing, giving, and then going as a part of our commitment to being here then we will be positioned to watch this church for God to do something that is Ephesians 3.20, like now unto him that is able to do, somebody celebrate with me, exceedingly, come on y'all, abundantly above all that we could ask or think. Does anybody want that blessing in their life? I want God to do more. What you and I are going to discover today is that the foundation for belonging is already in place. And when we talk about this concept of belonging, belonging has both a foundation and a future. That there's a foundation of, for belonging and that there is a future of belonging and I'm gonna introduce those today. Yes, belonging has a foundation and a future and belonging has barriers and because it has barriers it is necessary for us to build bridges to belonging. Go with me briefly to 1 John chapter number three. We're going to use the King James Version, New King James Version today, a little different here because it, it meets some of my things that I want to accomplish, all right? 1 John 3, chapter one and three. I got to go a long way today. I'm going to need you all to begin with me, grab a piece of paper. I'm going to give you the foundation and the reason why we can all belong. And it's right here in 1 John. Chapter 3, verse 1. You got it? Behold, what manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, but all of us, that we should be called the children of God. Therefore, the world does not know us because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are the children of God. And it has not been revealed what we shall be. That's important. You should circle that. But we know that when he is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Everyone who has this hope purifies himself, just as he is pure beloved. Now we the children of God, and it does not yet appear what we shall be. And so then here, the foundation for belonging is in fact revealed that the foundation for belonging and God is trying to get everybody to belonging because if he can get us to belonging, something incredible can happen. But there's an enemy that works against this place of belonging. He does not want us all to come in and feel apart and feel like we belong. But there's a foundation in scripture and it is revealed that the foundation for belonging, the writer says, is because we are beloved. Look at it in the text. He says he calls you and I the beloved. Look at how God sees us and what he calls us. He says to us, dear, darling, dearest, precious, adored, favored, cherished, and treasured. The pulling and engrafting, what does it mean to be beloved? It is a pulling and an engrafting of one toward God himself. And that which God intends for all of us. Even if you yourself don't imagine it, know it, see it, feel it. Uh, recognize or acknowledge or embrace it, if you don't appreciate it, you're still the beloved of God. It is the mechanism through which we are all equally connected to God and through which we qualify for all the rights and possibilities that God would make available to us. Just that word, church, beloved is a title or status given to all of us, though undeserved and unearned. Certainly, and most fundamentally, it is freely given to us. But ultimately, and more consciously, it is given to the world through us. We are both its recipients and its distributors. We are to give it away. That which we have freely received from God. God expects that as we, you and I, come into a greater knowledge of his love, We should practice this thing. Here's a word for the church called reciprocity. We should give the love first back to God. That the first thing you and I are called to do with the love of God is to give it right back to him. It should turn us back toward God. And when we turn back toward God with the love he has given us, he will give us an assignment. He will tell us to go love our neighbor. He will tell us to go use that love to bless our community. And so here it is clear that the foundation for belonging is the fact that you and I are beloved, but that love comes with an assignment that we would be loved and we would be the reason that other people are as well. So here's the assignment as I finish this section. Not only are we beloved of God, but we are called to be the love of God. So my first point, Carter, y'all slipping on my slide, <laughs> is that we are beloved. Now, just being beloved, church, if we can stop right there, qualifies us to belong. My next point is belong. He, that's not a typo, by the way. Here's here it is: If you are beloved, then you belong. And everybody that's beloved belongs. You're part of the family of God. You're included in the plan of God. Watch this church just as you are. You're in His hands and you're in his heart. Somebody celebrate with me that I belong. Yes, you belong because you are beloved. And if you are beloved, then you belong. Everyone is loved and everyone belongs. And here's where it gets, crum- that's why that gap is there. But there's a barrier between being loved of God and understanding that you belong to the people of God. And, and there's a breach right there. And that breach occurs in the church and in society because of us, we are the loved of God, we are the beloved of God, and all of us understand that because we're loved of God, we belong. Now, some people don't know and understand and feel that they're loved of God. Y'all, and it is because we're not as good at our job as we should be. But not only are we the loved of God, we are to be the love of God and help usher other people into their place of belonging. So what happens is that breach needs needs a bridge to be built. And the Bible says that because the love of many has waxed cold and you and I aren't out there actively, faithfully doing what we should be. So what happens is it happened in Jonah's day. Jonah was clear that God loved him. He was fine with God loving him. He just wasn't cool with God loving the Ninevites. Right? So Jonah had an opportunity to bridge that for the Ninevites but because of what was in him he struggled to build that bridge you see y'all we're cool that God loves us but the more people define themselves in a way that is different from us we struggle to want to have them belong to what we belong to am I preaching to anybody this morning so 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 what happens is and I got it in my life right now y'all want a real life example I woke up this morning, and I realized I'm struggling with this. I'm struggling in areas of my life. How many of you, honestly, you don't have to raise your hand, has ever discriminated against somebody? You were a part of something, and because of the way you defined it and you, what you thought and knew about them, you didn't want them to be a part of what you're a part of. And, y'all, that's why people struggle to belong. There is not the love. It is when we don't practice so i got it in my life right now i struggle to whether or not i was going to tell the church this i'm gonna go on and put it out there i'm gonna need y'all to pray for me the pastor ain't perfect far from it last friday i went to a funeral it's a family that i knew very well in fact the lady that died her son was once married to my sister and they asked me to participate because good at that you know i do that i went in there did a the funeral thing and the guy who used to be married to my sister Walked up to me. He was once one of my best friends. He married my sister. It didn't, and he said, I love you and I miss you and I need you. But here's the problem you mistreated my sister. So, so now I'm struggling because he had been reaching out to me on Facebook. It's real life. Can y'all handle real life stuff? Can I preach real life? So now. I know he needs God. He's been on drugs, a bad life, but I feel him reaching out. And I'm struggling to build this bridge for him because he mistreated my sister. Now, you marry my sister and it don't go well, I can handle that. You mistreat my sister and you need me. You can mistreat my sister, I can't do nothing about that. You can need me, but you can't mistreat my sister and need me. <laughs> Now, what I know God is challenging me to do is to go back into that and build a bridge. Build a bridge back to him. Build a bridge back to healing. Build a bridge back to love. Build a bridge back to repentance. Y'all, I'm trying to tell y'all why people struggle to belong. Because it's our job to help them to belong. And y'all, we don't always want people. Can I preach? To belong to what we belong to. So when you walk in common ground, even everybody white, you're like, oh man, I, I just don't feel like I belong. But it's our job when I'm preaching to somebody to make everybody feel like, no, if, if God is working here, if God's love is here, then everybody belongs here. And y'all, we must build the bridge. So what, what's, the beard? What's, the, what's the bridge, Pastor? The bridge is, the writer says, behold. What manner of love the Father has bestowed on us, but all of us. The bridge between beloved and belong is that you can come into a conceptual perspective that this love is for everybody. And as ambassadors of that love, y'all, we don't own the love. We're benefactors of it. We're carriers of it. We're called like a UPS driver to take the package and drop it off on somebody else's porch. We don't get to keep it. It ain't got our name on it. We didn't pay for it. It doesn't belong to us. We merely get to carry it and drop it off. And some of us want to own what does not belong to us. You don't own the church. You don't own Common Ground Northeast. It belongs to God. And it's for everybody. So, God is trying to get everybody to this place of belonging. But the reason, I'm going to turn it right here in just a second. But I want to stay here. The reason some people struggle to belong is because we will treat the church like a country club. (laughs) We want it to be restrictive. We want it to be like what we want it to be. Right? We want it to reflect. And there are ways of keeping people out, and you don't have to spell it, right? If you put up a sign that say home starting in the 300,000, you just know you just eliminated a lot of people, right? You didn't say it. You just put that sign up there. Now you know that there are some people who can't belong because you put that sign up there but in the church if you don't change the culture right to so that it 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 is inviting you didn't say it but you just put that sign up there because you know that there are people who won't belong we have a very unique opportunity here to build that bridge behold the bible says What manner of love the Father has bestowed on all of us. And it's for all of us. I told you that I had too much so I'm skipping. The Bible says this. This is how God showed love, his love among us. He sent his one and only son into the world that we might live through him. This is love. Not that we love God but that he loved us and he sent his son, son for the atoning sacrifice of our sins. All right. let, me, let me finish with this one. Here, I think I can convince you with this one. Here's the dilemma that you and I have, and I'll probably come back and do this as a workshop. Don't be surprised if you hear some more of this again. When people are outside of the sphere of what you belong to, and God, you know, understand that God is on the belong train, and, and God is moving us all toward belonging. To the extent that God has us belong, we're cool with it, but when God wants people to belong that we don't like, we struggle with that. Here's what the Bible says, and then I'm gonna move. Romans 10, for the scripture says, 10, 11, whoever believes in him will not be put to shame, for there's no distinction between, watch this church, Jew and Greek, For the same Lord over all is rich to all who call upon him. So anybody that calls on God belongs. For whoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. There are no other uh, 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 demographics there. It doesn't matter. If you call him, he'll hear you. If you call him, somebody celebrate; he'll answer you. It doesn't matter who you are. But here's where you and I come in. But there's a, there's a, there's a bridge. There's a, there's, a, there's, there's a gulf. There's a gap. Because the writer says, but here's the question. How then shall they call on him and who they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him on who they have not heard? That's our job. And how shall they hear without somebody to go and tell them? And how can they preach unless they be sent. You and I make up that gap. We're called to make up that gap. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the gospel, who bring glad tidings of, of good things. Now we understand the foundation for belonging is just whoever God loves. That if you're beloved, you belong. And We have to build that, that, that bridge, across for people. Let me give you the future though. Of belonging, So we've been driving everybody for the last few weeks toward this concept of belonging, right? And if you weren't careful, you would think that belonging is the end, right? Because we haven't fixed that yet. That's why we're going to preach on it four more times. <laughs> we ain't there yet. We understand we're not there yet. By the way, it's hard to get people from different walks of life to believe they belong to the same thing. It's not easy, right? So we're going to get four more sermons on it. But let me just give you a peek into the future, the future of belonging, because belonging is not the goal in and of itself. The scripture says, Beloved, now are we the children of God, and if we get there, then we all belong. But look what it says next. And it has not yet been revealed what we shall be. So the future of belonging, church, is becoming. That there are some things that will never become until we fix belong. That you got to get to belong before you can become this other thing. I wish I was preaching to somebody. Beloved, now are we the children of God. That's belong. If we can get there at Common Ground Northeast, then we would qualify, church, for the next thing. And it has not yet been revealed what we can be. What we shall be has not been made known to us yet. What does it mean to become, to begin to be, to grow into, to turn into? Once we have figured out that we belong, then you and I can change our focus we can come together and focus on the future of belonging, which is becoming. If everybody is willing together, grow, give and go, then watch this church, then there is no telling what God has in store for us. Here's the truth about it. Three truths. One, we don't know what it is. We just know it's awesome. Can I preach? We just know it's tremendous. We just know it's God ordained. But evidently, God doesn't think we're ready even to know it yet. Because if he put it into our filthiness and into our wretchedness and into our disunity and into our disharmony, we'll mess it up. So he's not even going to tell us what it is yet. Because you are ready for it. One, we don't know what it is. Two... None of us has received or walked in the fullness of it. Nobody. Three, here's why. Because it's corporate. It's not just for your house or your family. It's corporate. It's not, you know, it's not just for filling and Mary and their family. It's for common ground northeast so, so, so they could get there, but if we're not there, they still can't walk in it. It's corporate. Here's what the word says. But as it is written, I have not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the hearts of men, the thing which God has prepared for us. You may have a lot in your life, but you don't have this. You've not walked in this. Let me give you a cultural Interpretation of the text. Y'all want a cultural interpretation? Can I give y'all a cultural interpretation? For somebody that thinks they balling out of control. For some of us though, to be clear, when we move up the ladder and we belong to certain statuses and places, that's all the becoming some of us want. (laughs) That I can live here and I can drive this and I have this degree And some of us have mistaken belonging for becoming. (laughs) Some of us don't want no more. I can live and they can't get here. (laughs) I'm cool. This is all the belonging I want. I can afford it. I can go. I can do whatever. And some of us have mistaken belonging for becoming. But you don't have this. Look at me. Look at me. You don't have this. You don't have this. Some of us are full of ourselves because of belonging. Let me give you a cultural interpretation of what, it, what it's saying. I want you to look at your neighbor and say, but you ain't all that. <laughs> y'all missed it. Come on, I'm going to need y'all to get that way. That's you look at somebody, hold up, you ain't all that now. You ain't all that. scriptures say you ain't all that. Because you have to go bring that back to God and bring that to common ground so that we can become what God has called us to become. I'm skipping. I prepared too much. Maybe God will give us if we get together the blessing of Joshua look what he told Joshua every place that the sole of your foot will tread I've already given it to you as I said to Moses from from the wilderness in this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates the land of the Hittites, the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory look Joshua because you belong no man shall ever be able to stand before you all the days of your life And as I was with Moses, so I'll be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage and go divide the land for the people. Maybe if we belong, he'll say something to Common Ground Northeast, like he said to Joshua. Maybe he'll give us the Abraham blessing. Maybe he will say, surely in blessing I will bless you. Or in multiplying, I will multiply you. Maybe he'll give us the blessing of the 5,000 when we come in And we don't have enough. And maybe he will bless and break and multiply what we have. So for sure, it is becoming. I had a glimpse of it uh, this week. Something happened last Sunday at the church that for me was just something that happened at the church and I didn't think anything about it. Carter, would you put that picture up for me? So, this happened, and obviously, you know, Courtney and Floor, they did the thing last Sunday. It was tremendous. It was just, it was just, it was just tremendous. The whole band was good. So, the, the gentleman that was here in support of Floor says, hey, you know, get in and take this picture. And I stepped out, and he says, no, I want you to in two. So, we shuffled the order so Floor would be in the middle since her loved one was taking the picture. And we took it. And then later he sent it to me. I ain't think nothing about this. It. My sister's at the church, you know, it's all good. I said, no, no, go, go back and look at that picture. So now when they started, everybody looked like Courtney. But now look how I'm moving. And so when I looked at that picture, he said to me, this is what I want, this diversity. And now he says, "Now the church is at the point of no return. what if i'm what if this is what the church is becoming? What if it's more like this? Anybody cool with us becoming something that looks more like it? So we started with the white woman, then we moved, and then there was the Hispanic lady, and then there's the black guy and and, and then it's just it's just blended, so we could become whatever God has in store for us but then there is a barrier between belonging and becoming it's always a barrier we got to build a bridge though between belonging and becoming And the Bible says that that bridge today at Common Ground Northeast, it is just, do you believe that I can do this work in your life? So the bridge between belonging, right? We all get there when the day of Pentecost was fully come they all belonged, they were all there on one accord and then something great could happen but in the meantime they had to stay there before it happened and all they had to hang on to was what they believed what they believed and I am here because I believe David, help me with this. I'm here because I believe, and, and you've got to believe because you can get your family and everybody can be in the same place and y'all can get on one accord. But what if it doesn't happen tomorrow? And what if it doesn't happen next week? And what if it doesn't happen that month? Y'all, the only thing that your family and your marriage and your career will be hinged upon is what you believe. Here's what the Bible says about believing. Ephesians 1, 18 through 20. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance and holy people, and his incomparable great power for us who believe. That power is the same and mighty strength that he exerted when he raised Christ from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places. We don't get to just walk in and be the church that looks like that picture. We got to fight our way there. But we won't fight for what we don't understand if there's no vision of that and if there's no belief because that can't happen right away. But do I have anybody here that's ready to wait on the Lord because I believe? (laughs) Here's what the psalmist said. He said, I would have fainted. I wish I had some help this morning. He said, I would have fainted. I would have quit. I would have thrown in the towel because things were long and things were laborious, laborious. When God calls us to something, it doesn't happen right away. He requires us to wait. And in that waiting period, he requires us to trust him and trust his word. And so he requires us to believe. And here's my question to the church as I get ready to close. This morning, it is clear that you are the beloved. And I'm going to pray for somebody that's struggling with the fact that God loves them. And when you look at your life and you, you wonder, how does God love me? When this is present in my life and I'm struggling in my health, how does God love me? If you're struggling with the love of God, I'm going to pray for you. How do I belong to something that does not seem to embrace me? But if you're loved you belong. I want to pray for you. How do I have a vision of a future state of being? It forces me to work with people I'm not comfortable working with. It forces me to come in and lay my preferences down and say, here's the truth. And I'm working for something that I can't clearly see because God hasn't revealed it all yet. I'm just coming saying, hey, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm here for it. I don't know what God is going to do. And it don't feel good, but I'm okay with that. I'll exchange what I know. I'll exchange what I'm comfortable with. I'll exchange what I understand and I'll step into this uncomfortable place how can you dwell here the only people who can live there are people who believe i believe so i can stay here i believe so i can take it i believe so it don't have to happen tomorrow because i believe and my question is am I preaching to anybody that believes? Am I preaching to anybody that believes? Come on, online, am I preaching to anybody that believes? Come on, if you believe, get on your feet. Tell the Lord I believe. Am I preaching to anybody that believes? Come on, am I preaching to anybody that believes? Come on, am I preaching to somebody that understands he may not come when I want him, but I know he's going to step in on time, Do I have anybody that believes past what the doctor said? This is what the doctor said. Come on, somebody, but I believe what God said. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Help me. Here's what the bank account says, but I believe what God said. Here's what the culture says. The culture says everybody in there is white. You don't belong there, but I believe what God says. Now, I had you stand up because you're getting ready to make a declaration. I want you to look in your life, and I want you to look at one of the gaps in your life where you need to build a bridge of belief. There's something in your life that requires a bridge that says you believe. Maybe you sent an application into somewhere And they say, this is the grade point average you have to have to get here, and you don't have that, but you believe. Maybe there's something, there's a gap. And I want you to profess today that above all the circumstances, I believe that I belong. And if I belong, I know I can become. Maybe it's in your home. Maybe it's in your marriage. Maybe it's in your health. I want to pray for somebody today that's struggling with the fact that God can't love me because if this is the love of God, what I'm living, this doesn't feel like God's love. I can't belong to the family of God. Because they don't love people like me. Whatever you are. However you define yourself. But you are loved. And you do belong. And because you belong, you can become. But there is a central component. I can help build the bridge between beloved and become because I can show up and give you God's love. I can hug you. I can say you belong. I can do what Jesus did. I can go sit in the alley and minister to you there. I can miss church and go minister to you in the alley. But I don't know that I can build a bridge between belonging Coming because at some point you're gonna have to believe for yourself. I can't believe that for you. I need you to believe. I need you to believe. I'm no longer, I'm no longer. I need you to believe. belief into you today. I want to pour healing into you today. Slave to me. I am a child. my insecurities I am, a child I am the child of God, of God. I belong I'm no longer I belong you belong save. we belong I am everybody that is beloved God. belong God is trying to bring us no to belonging slave. I jumped around because I just had too much we'll hear it again but maybe if you're honest with yourself you struggle to belong because you don't have the foundation for belonging maybe you're struggling with the concept of being loved for who and what you are as far as I can't get to belong because I keep tripping over beloved past it something happened a long time ago and I I know I, I'm functional but I'm still back there I'm struggling that God loves me just like I am I know that somebody struggling there because I feel the Spirit telling me you ain't got to tell all your business but if you're struggling with love, just raise your hand. I'm just going to pray for you. Pastor, I'm struggling with this concept of belonging. Nobody has ever helped build that bridge with behold. I just can't behold that. I've always struggled with belonging. You should see how many times I change my clothes because I, I wonder what people are going to think about what I have. on. I struggle with belonging. You should hear the stuff I tell myself. When I'm in the mirror, because I struggle with belonging. Just one negative word toward me sends me on a space, Pastor, for weeks. I can't get over it. Pastor, and I gotta admit today, I thought belonging was the goal and I was happy because I belonged. I didn't realize there was more. I thought belonging was becoming. Now I realize God wants more. Now I got to believe for stuff I've never believed for before. Come on, lift your hands up before the Lord. Father, we thank you for this day come on, no matter what you're thinking, would you just tell the Lord, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus. Just as I am, I thank you. Just as I am, I praise you. Just as I am, I love you. God, if I'm honest, there's so many bridges in the sermon, so many bridges that need to be built for me. I'm struggling with the love. I'm struggling with belong. I haven't even conceived of become. That's not even on my radar. I'm still just trying to be loved. Come on, lift your hands. Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for my friends. I thank you for your word. I thank you for this opportunity that we have to come smack dab and hear the writer say, beloved, what manner of love? Oh, what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us. And if I'm here this morning, God, I just really want to let you love me. I want to tear down the barriers in my mind to the fact that you really love me. And that you're really here for me. And that when I leave today, I can feel good about just who I am. I know I keep getting reminders of who I'm not. But God, you're saying that I can feel good about who I am. And I embrace that today. Come on, embrace that. I embrace that today. I am going to behold the love of God. And now, God, I pray for someone who's struggling in the area of belief. God, I pray that now, after this sermon, we can all come together and know that everybody belongs, particularly at Common Ground Northeast. And, Father, now I pray that you will move us to the vision of what we can be. God, nobody has gotten this yet because it's corporate. And now I know, God, I ain't all that. When I stand in front of you, it is clear that I am not all that. But would you make me what you want me to be so that I can contribute healthily, wholesomely to what you have in mind for us to become this we believe you for in jesus name come on in jesus name in jesus name in jesus name that power that raised jesus from the dead is what's at stake here it's active here and now that power is in this room and now i do not have to be the same i believe it in jesus name come on and give god praise God bless you.